Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey y'all, welcome back to Cozy One Podcast. This is season seven, where we are dissecting different types of parents and different levels of parenting so we can be better parents, so we can be aware of what we need to tweak a little bit, what we need to get rid of, and what we need to add in. So I hope you guys are ready to be honest, ready to hear feedback and constructive criticism because that's what it is. Um, most of the time, I can only speak from my experiences, but majority of the time, I'm talking to you about parenting that makes sense, parenting that creates a healthy family construct and healthy <laughs> children. That's what we want. We want healthy children so they can have healthy families and they can live a great life. All right, so let's get into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Cozy Moon Podcast. My name is Shan, Mama of the Girls, aka Mommy Rocky. What's up? Um, this is episode seven of season seven. Seven seven. Good numbers. Um, this episode is mainly about the teaching parent. And I think we all want our children to be intelligent beings but if everything is a constant teaching lesson how will our kids get the space or the freedom to show us what they know and we have to figure out a way to balance always wanting to pour into our kids and teach and teach and teach and teach and give them the space to figure it out on their own, give them the space to develop their own characteristics and um, balance it all. So that's what we're talking about on this episode. Come join me! Hey, 
Cozy Warm Fam, this is JC, the dopest mommy around and owner of He Hates My Tees, a novelty t-shirt company based out of Arlington, Texas. This is our first year grinding it out and baby, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm a mommy of two spicy kids, Davey and Jameson, and an educator. And I started my company as a way to be self-sufficient and control my own narrative on my value. After working several years in a corporate environment being, you know, undervalued. My latest collection is called The Dopest Around, saluting all dope-ass folks. We just released The Dopest Mommy Around Dad Hats, and they are fire. You hear me? Fire. It's available in several colors. Follow us on IG at He Hates My Tees, and visit our website, hehatesmytees.com. And that's tees, T-E-E-S. Use code COZY15 for 15% off your purchase. Love ya, be dope, stay dope, and I'll see you around. To kids, all parents are the first and the natural teacher, okay? And then siblings are the second teachers of the household. And then life is third. And in life, you have like daycare you have camp, you have other kids outside, you have school, you have other adults, okay? But being that parents are the first natural teachers, the teaching parent is all about lessons. They love giving lessons. They love when kids learn their lessons. They love um, being there to get them after the fall or being there to show them like their results of x y and z which is cool that's fine but i think the teacher parent comes with a pro and a con because sometimes the teacher parent can teach a child so much beyond their years that when it's time for that child to socialize with other kids their age they they feel awkward or they act um, too adult-like to where eh, other kids don't know how to play with them. They don't know how to have fun like a kid because they're so um, beyond in their mind of these child games or, you know, I know how to spell Nova Scotia backwards and saying my alphabet backwards is like my favorite thing to do let me go ahead and do it meanwhile the child across them just wants to play with play-doh and 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 see if they could get a 25 cents out their mom so they can get a gum out the machine so like you have to figure out how to balance your kid and um allow them to be able to adapt to other children that they're around you you can't constantly raise a kid around adults and then uh, teach them adult-like things and and school things and life skills and then put them around other kids their age and expect them to blend in it's not gonna work you have to find a balance it has to be like a give and take thing and that's where it becomes a con when a teaching parent constantly wants to teach and constantly think everything has to be a lesson sometimes the lesson is in observing Sometimes the lesson is in listening from afar, listening up close. Sometimes the lesson is in the relaxing 
and and playing games and figuring out how things are connected. And if you always like, you know what? <clears throat> this week we're going to read a book on trigonometry and your child is like 8 years old and they're reading on a high school level. Right? You're not going to only give this child adult books to read. You want to give this child um, children-like books to read too because children have this vast world of curiosity and ideas and um, simplicity. And they see things in a complex way that I think adults have interference of other adults telling them that you got to cut off that child brain that you got and you got an adult now that's over kids are very like okay I see my mom I see my dad I think that's what big big grown people do and I'm a kid but I see it this way and then they draw it out or they write it out or they talk it out right but if you were an adult talking in the curiosity of a child, someone will probably t- call you childish or immature or crazy. And it's kind of like you have to allow a child to be in the space of a child when, as they're a child because you don't want to have a 30-year-old man still in the space of a child and you're trying to figure out, like, how am I going to get my 33-year-old son out my house and to go socialize with people his age? Well, you didn't do it that whole time because you were the parent that was so excited about your eight-year-old reading on a high school level and your 11-year-old graduating high school and going into college, which is like commendable, amazing, right? But if they socially are awkward and they cannot adapt or adjust or socialize with people their age, are you benefiting them in life or are you doing them a disservice? And I think it's very important for the teaching parent to find their balance in teaching. A kid can be antisocial and smart. A kid can be socially awkward because you're constantly on this teaching um, parent trip. A kid can be a loner because all they know is books and, 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 and learning and documentaries and not being a kid. You have to teach your kids balance. Some math, reading, science, history, English, play, socializing, iPad, technology, curiosity. Um, and you have to give them a lot of space. And within those spaces are different things. You could have like a space for them to be mad, sad, angry, happy, excited. You know, the thrill of not having to have the pressures of going to work and paying bills like an adult. All you have to do is wake up, brush your teeth, clean your room and things like that. Like it all requires some level of balance and that's what we have to have. You also want to keep a space for your child to reflect and reflect on like their day, their week, or um, what they saw at the museum, what they saw at the art show. You know, reflection is required for a lot of growth, for a lot of um, critical thinking on what a child could have done better. 
rest. They need to sleep. They can't just stay up just because they want to be up. I had to learn that because of my first child, Anya never had a bedtime. Anya was like my late night up kid because I used to work um, for an insurance company. I used to work for an insurance company um, for years where I would work a night shift and I would come home around like 10 o'clock, 10.30. Shh, I'm recording. I would come home like 10 o'clock, 10.30 and Anya would be like up ready to play with me because I was probably gone the bulk of the day because I was working two jobs at the time. And even on Saturdays I worked. So the only day Anya really had me all to herself was a Sunday. So I let her be up and I never gave her like a bedtime. Until this day, Anya is six years old. She'll be seven in November. She can stay up with me till like 4 a.m. with no issue, okay? And then wake up at like 8 o'clock in the morning with no issue. And she hates naps. And you don't want to have a kid like that because having her sister who takes naps and then like, okay, both of the kids are going to take a nap. No. Only one of the kids are going to take a nap because the other one hates nap. You telling Anya to take a nap is like you yelling at her at the top of your lungs and calling her names and making her feel bad and hurting her feelings. Okay? She is that anti-nap kid. Now, she will fall out sometimes, some places, if she can't resist and the tiredness is attacking her. But for the most part, she's not a resting kid. She is a what can I do with my time now kid. Okay. You also want to give your child the space and the time to think about being better. Think about what they saw with the kids at the park, what they liked, what they didn't like. Discuss it. Okay. You want to give them the space to observe other people. The time for experiences. There's a lot of lessons and experiences. You don't have to be like a drill sergeant or throw a book in their face for them to to understand that experience put them within an experience do outings travel with them eat out with them eat different foods um expose them to different cultures of people and music and uh food like there's so many ways you can allow your child to have a lesson and it doesn't always have to be a textbook it doesn't always have to be a um, educational video it can be a regular video about animals in the wild. You know, my kids are always asking me about animals. And I'm just like, you know what, girl? I don't want to lie to you, so go ask your Google home. And I don't know. I came, I, I grew up in the age where my mom had encyclopedias in the house. We didn't have computers. We didn't have iPads. The only thing close to a computer that my mom had was a typewriter. And I thought that was fascinating. And... She had a medical book that showed you different rashes and diseases and what it looked like, right? And I thought that was amazing. I have kids that want to be on the iPad, that want to be on the computer, that know how to put in passwords and do different things with technology. So it's a different world for them now, but we still have to balance all of that. I still have to put a timer on her iPad as to how long she can play a game or... or, or um, be in an app. Balance is key. Um, we will also want to make sure 
if we're so stuck on teaching as a parent, we're teaching our kids manners. We're teaching our kids how to respect themselves. We're teaching um, our children how to respect rules and respect the idea of discipline and show them how it's needed. Because if kids don't learn boundaries as children, they turn into teenagers that don't learn boundaries. And they turn into young adults that don't learn boundaries. And the law is probably going to get to them before you do. So, teach them that, okay? It's not always about books. It's not always about school. It's not always about um, history. It's about self and knowledge and and, um, protecting that and protecting other people and protecting their siblings and protecting their um, reputation, okay? A lot of us protecting their reputation with these iPhones and these videos and these Snapchats and these um, texts and these um, short abbreviations for other words, okay? We also want to teach our children how to be aware of themselves. Be aware of like, I'm walking down the street and it's dark and my head is in my phone and I have headphones on. That's not safe. Let me take out my headphones. Let me be alert as to what I'm around, you know? You know, it's raining outside. I have my friends in the car. I'm driving. Let me not be playing in the car. Let me be alert. Let me turn on the music. Like, teach your children how to protect themselves in different um, moments when you're not around, okay? Because it's usually when things really happen, when you, when their parents aren't, aren't around. Teach them life skills, you know? How to prepare a home for guests. I do that all the time. How to clean a bathroom, boys and girls. How to clean behind the toilet. You know, if you go into a bathroom with your eyes closed and you smell it, that it needs to be cleaned. You shouldn't smell a bathroom. You should just feel around in the bathroom and be like, okay, there's a toilet, there's a sneak, there's a sink, there's a um, shower, a bathtub, this is a bathroom. You shouldn't have to smell a bathroom. And if you're smelling anything, it should smell very refreshing. Um, teach them, you know, not to throw their underwear on the floor because that's going on your private parts. Teach them, you know, these are Q-tips here. You don't have to come to me and ask me to clean your ears. Go ahead and clean your ears if you feel like your ears need to be clean. And I tell Anya all the time, I shouldn't have to come to you and tell you to do this, that, this. You should know. If I give you your clothes after washing them and drying them, you should be able to put them away without me having to tell you multiple times to put them away. Like There are adults in relationships today that still throw their things on the floor when there's a hamper in the room. There are adults that don't know how to tie your bread back and and put it away properly so someone else can use a slice of bread. There are adults that don't know how to cook breakfast for themselves that don't know like you need to clean the sink also after you wash the dishes with bleach you know you need to clean the shower every time after you use it the bathtub how to actually clean your body how to clean behind your ears there are adults still stuck on that and that's because maybe they did have a teaching parent But maybe that parent was just concerned about the books part because the books part lead to 
the good job part and the good opportunity part and you being able to provide for yourself. And I did a great job as a parent. No, parenting is the book stuff, the you stuff, the protect yourself stuff, the joy stuff, the not so nice stuff. Parenting is a lot. So you can't just focus on just teaching your child book stuff because it's not going to, that's not going to help them later on in life. Okay. Um, teach your child how to keep their, their eyes on the swivel when they're by themselves when they're with a group of, of, of friends or people that they don't know. Teach your children, this is very important, how to be in touch with their aura and energies. And I say that because I might be in my house thinking and Anya will come up to me and tell me and ask me, what are you thinking about? And I tell her, um, I'm thinking about like what bills I have to pay today, where do I have to go, and at what time. And she was like, oh, okay. Is that hard for you to think about that? But the fact that she noticed that I was sitting somewhere thinking tells me that she's, she knows when I'm taking a moment to go through my mind and my thoughts. And I want to teach her how to do that because that's protection. That's um, prevention, that's um, preparation, and that's responsibility, okay? And there's responsibility in knowing when you walk into a room and something's not right. It's responsibility knowing when, you know, you went from there being three girls in the car and three guys in the car till now... there's only one girl in the car and there's still three guys in the car and it's just you and your friends left. You know, protection, you know? And you have to talk to your kids about how they protect themselves and how, you know, picking up on energies and not feeling comfortable and what does it feel like to not be comfortable and what do songs mean? Like, it's always a constant teaching thing, but it's give and take on what are you teaching today? What you might be teaching today has nothing to do with what's in a book. What you might be teaching today might be spiritual, mental, um, financial, uh, um, preventative, um, safety. So I, I respect a teaching parent, but I respect a teaching parent that knows that there has to be balance within it. That it can't be all books. It can't be all just their point of view. There's a lot of perspectives that need to be put in place when you're teaching a child as they grow, especially today, because how my children grow up right now is not how I grew up. What they see right now is not what I saw. You know, I never grew up where we had a year of a pandemic and no real summer. And I never grew up where I had to wear a mask for a summer. You know, I never grew up where um, I had to worry about uh, people dying off of uh, not being able to breathe. So it's different. It's very different. I never grew up where celebrities can be presidents. It's very different. And so as parents, we have to adjust. And parenting is not only 
from, you know, uh, conception to 18. Parenting is for life. Even if you lose a child, you experience the loss of a child. So you are once a parent. Okay? And you have to respect that. And a teaching parent is needed, but should always be open to adjustment. And that's how we um, be the best parents we can be to our children, is when we understand that there's always room for adjustment. We need to be constantly learning. We need to be constantly preparing preparing them, but we also need to give them the space to take in what we taught and show us what we did. So the teaching parent, I'm for it, but add some balance, okay? My name is Shan. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting Cozy Womb. Um, I hope that this uh, series is getting through to a lot of parents, and I hope that a lot of parents can take the time to uh, criticize themselves and look within themselves and be like, okay, maybe I can adjust this, maybe I can improve this, because that's what it's all about, okay? We're teaching them and they're going to teach us. Peace. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.